one. That's two. Hi there. <laughs> I'm Mike Morales. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. I'm here in sultry San Antonio where it's really muggy and hot. And that gentleman out there is? Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington. Eric and I are, are uh, uh, social distance drinking because we invented it, of course. Uh, I don't know when you'll see this video, but who knows, who could be out of quarantine, but right now we're in the day after Father's Day, but we're so booked up that, you know, you may not see this till Christmas, who knows. Um, this is interesting though, Eric, we, we've got rushed, yeah. these bottles. Uh, today we are going to talk about El Debateo, mm -hmm. Mezcal Artesanal, and we wanted to break this on camera, it comes wrapped in a in yeah. a paper bag, but it's but it's really uh, very rustic. I think it's a it's kind of a cool deal, you know. It's got a wrapped in wrapped in twine, and I got um, believe it or not, I, uh, we did a mezcal the other day that uh, came with a um, a uh, it was an emblazoned like goat skin that you could wrap around the bottle. Oh, kind of right. gift, gift goat skin. It was really kind of cool. Yeah. This is now this is a liter bottle, is that right? Yeah, yep, it's a liter. Okay. Um as usual, we're we're going to we're going to drink some first and then we're going to ask questions later. <laughs> uh, but this is a it, it's a rarity to see a mezcal or an artisanal mezcal come in a liter bottle. So um that leads me to believe right off the bat that I think this is being imported by priests, uh, Henry priests. Uh, and we appreciate them making this happen for yeah. us. Um, but I guess, are, are they going for the, like a well mezcal or something? Cause yeah. So what information I got from them was essentially that the maestro has something like 700 acres of his wow. own uh, land with agave. And uh, and so he has access to plants, so he doesn't have the same um, price pressure that uh, people have who are um, buying agaves on the open market. Wow. And so I think that's part of it. And then... Um, he apparently the maestro also um oh wow that's nice yeah that's really yeah cool. he manages four distilleries in talakalula uh in oaxaca oh wow um, so he's but, uh, he's the big dog then yeah One of the big dogs. he's got a quite a quite a big operation but still working in the artisanal style which means you know copper pots you know pit roasted uh, agaves, you know, natural fermentation, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, the fibers have to go into the fermentation, uh, and they use a taona, I think. Yeah. So uh, yeah. the the method, because in order to be, for those of you that don't know or you're just experimenting with mezcal, there there are a couple of categories that mezcal has to uh, has to fall into in order to be called mezcal. One can just be mezcal, which is anything. Even even those made with a diffuser, uh, then there's artisanal mezcal, which which has to fall has to have certain stipulations, and and then there's um, uh, ancestral, which which is a whole 
which is even more rustic and and those use uh oil. Yeah. Oh yeah, they borrow to distill. So yeah, the shorthand I like for ancestral is essentially there's no metal contact in the production. Yeah, exactly of the, of the spirit. So you know they're crushing it with like wooden mallets. They're fermenting in wood or cowhide, or and then they're distilling in clay. So yeah, sort of a shorthand. So no no metal. I like that. You know. Yeah, it's prior pre Bronze Age. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, we just went off on the deep end. Now, the nose on this is is really pretty. Now, I'll I'll tell you right now, this is an eighty proof mezcal, so it's not coming in at a higher proof, and it's just lovely. It it is it is really nice. Um, um it's it's fruity. Yeah, really nice, bright, fruity character. It's got um. It's got a real nice, interesting mix of like, I would say like grapes and citrus and maybe mango. It's just got lots of really fun floral, fruity notes to it. Yeah, it, I think bright is a, is a really good descriptor because it, it's, it's just like happy to be alive. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, uh, and, and the legs and tears... They're they're sheeting down nicely, so it's mm -hmm. it's not uh, it's not thick or cloying. There's no additives to it. It's yeah. just very very natural, uh, and even even to look at it, it's it's a whole event, obviously. So it's not yeah. it's not being aged at all. Um, I read the notes, the some of the tasting notes on on this. I'm not sure exactly what what that where that they came from. You know, I, I the the citrus and the and, like I get like lime zest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Tell me what lemon verbena is. What is that? Lemon verbena is and an how herb. detected because it's an oh it's an herb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So lemon verbena is an herb that has like that whatever that chemical compound is. I don't know the name of it that gives citrus plants citrus oils their aroma. Uh -huh. and obviously, there are different concentrations, and so that's why, like, lemons and limes smell different. And yeah, so yeah. Verbena has that. It's sort of like, you know, in the same way, like lemongrass, which is an herb that you find in, say, Thai cooking, kind of tastes like lemon, but it's not lemon. Or lemon right. basil tastes like lemon, but it's not lemon. Um, so it all has those same compounds. So I don't, I think it's a small, like, leafy herb, as for what I remember. But I might be wrong. No, I, I remember when I lived in New Mexico. One of the things that I enjoyed during springtime is uh, I we had there were bushes throughout the the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. were, we call them Spanish broom. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they have yellow blossoms on them. And when they bloom, you can smell the blossoms like across the street, and they smell. I swear to God, they smell like lemon blossoms. Because mm -hmm. when I grew up at, at, in Southern California, we had a lemon tree, and we still do. It's still there. It was a kind of a, it's a weird combo of a of a lemon and an orange tree that kind of fused together. Yeah. So but but as growing up, the lemon blossoms. And so it reminded me a lot of of lemons because that's mm -hmm. that's what they smell like lemon blossoms. Yeah. Um, so I imagine it's the same sort of compound then. Yeah. It's a lemon, but not quite. So, yeah, exactly. I, I just wanted to I needed some clarification from the referee here. So, well, let's dive in because this, yeah, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of character in this. There is. And so the 40 at 40% or 80 proof, it's very mellow on the palate. There's still a lot of flavor. Yeah. It's light. There's some nice kind of, um, it's got a nice body still, even yes. how light it is. And there's lots, lots and lots of layers of flavor. So I think, again, this is where both the bottling size at one liter and 40% ABV, I think that's going to let them get to a price point where they might be competitive in, say, a well. So you might, you know, I think their their aim is to start showing up in, you know, once bars and restaurants start opening up, you'll start seeing this as the, the well option for Mezcal. It's got great flavor, could easily use this in some sort of like tequila drink or or with a traditional sort of mezcal cocktail or just on its own. It's got nice. Yeah, you know, it's surprising to me that that um, uh, I guess things are going well for for the this particular master distiller. And um, I, I'm I'm really impressed with the amount of, of structure and, and body this that this this mezcal has because it's really substantial even at 80 proof yeah it's um i mean there there are others that are maybe a little a uh, little higher at 42 that don't have this much body you know there's there's yeah. a lot going on especially at the at mid palate to the rear mm -hmm. and and because it, it it's just a really uh as far as smokiness goes it's very light if at all very light. It, yeah. to me it's a, it's even more more mineral than smoke yeah 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 there's a lot of minerality to it to me, the smoke kind of comes on the like retro mm -hmm. name, like after you've swallowed there, there's like retro olfactory thing that you, there's a little bit of hint of smoke along with the minerality. But yeah, like up front, it's really bright and sweet. And then mid palate, it gets really, um, there's some like savory sweetness from like the cooked agave. And it's really... I think it was really nice. Wow, you know, it's almost, a, it's almost a, I hate to say it, but it's almost a wrong to put this in a well, but, but what a concept. Yeah. You know, if, if they, I mean, people are doing it and, you know, in up, more upscale cocktail bars, you know, people have been using Vita or other uh, sort of uh, less expensive price point mezcals in the artisanal, um, range and so i think that there's i think there's definitely a market for it well they didn't spend any money on packaging you know i mean that's a, <laughs> yeah you know that's what i'm saying all the all the goodness is in the juice yeah you know um uh yeah. and, and it's it's interesting now that that uh, i i was uh alex and i had done a tasting of, of a really beautiful tequila mm -hmm. but the packaging was stunning and you know we spend so much time telling people, you know, to, to don't be put off by the ugly bottle. And, 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 it, and in the reverse for that tequila, it's like we had to tell people, don't be put off by the pretty bottle. There's really, really good juice in here. Cause yeah. you know, how many times, how many times have you and I seen a really beautiful packaging and, and one of the, somewhere in all in line, right. it falls flat on his face. Right. You know, yeah. we, we saw that a couple of times last year, as a matter of fact. Yeah. But um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like with some tequilas, there's there's there can be more style than substance. Here, there's a lot of substance, and you know, I think again, this is all part of their kind of 
target, you know, in packaging. But to me, this is like, I remember I was, I was on a, a, a Zoom meeting as lots of people are doing nowadays sure. um, with some mescaleros and, and one of them was talking about how, you know, uh, basically all he drinks is espadine. He makes all sorts of stuff, but all he really drinks is espadine. And this to me is like, this is like mescalero espadine. You know, it's not high proof, but it's just like, what do you want to have on an average day? It's a Wednesday. It's a Monday. Like, let's have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an, it's an everyday. Um, yeah. uh, it's not a, it's not a celebrity, celebrity, celebratory like you, like we had seen yeah. some of the bacanoras that we've had. Yeah. Um, it's like if you're buying a hundred and twenty dollar bottle of mezcal, like how how often are you going to be breaking that open? Not a lot, it, you know, and especially if it, if it's from the from the other style, uh, the other plants like a like a Madre Couche, a Tepestate, yeah. so, you know, Karwinski, something you can drink. Not worry about it. Yeah. Well, you know, if he's got that min that much acreage and and he's yeah. and he's working, this is uh, produced by. Oh, hey. Now here's the thing. It's produced by Araceli del Carmen Palacios Aguilar. So it's a female maestra mescalero. No. So the the Araceli is, is um, the the like export company. And the maestro is uh, further oh, down, Arasto oh, Martinez. Martinez. I'm sorry. Okay, I read that incorrectly. Okay, uh, so Araceli would be the uh, the who's who would that be? The exporter, like the bottler and exporter. Okay. 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 Let's see. Yeah, you know, sometimes I, I guess my best bet is to whenever when all else fails, just. Get yeah. a good QR code reader and snap that tag yeah, and like that, and I'll tell you. Yeah, it'll tell you everything, everything you need to know, and and uh, yeah, the right but, on the bottom it says Arasto Martin uh, Martinez. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so now I got bottle twenty six hundred, and this is uh, like B twenty six twenty two. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> This is really good. I, I have to say, I, you know, I, I'm, you'll agree with me, brand yeah. price nominee. Yeah. Now, this is, I got to say, for for an 80-proof mezcal, this is, and I know that we, we I have to put them in certain categories when, when, we, when we have yeah. them on the ballot, but for an entry level, for a gateway mezcal, this has got so much character. It stands oh, yeah. up to, you would think, that it's actually at a higher ABV, like for you know, forty-two, forty-five yeah. and above, because um, this is really substantial. But yeah, it's a, it's a, like you said, it would be a great everyday sipper, and and yeah. if you want to put it in the cocktail, you can, but it'll stand up. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. Terrific. Well, hmm. <laughs> no, one last sip. One last sip before we go. <laughs> Uh, but that's our take on El Debateo. Do we know why it's called El Debateo? That's a good question. Uh, there, there's no story. We didn't get, uh, we got flavor notes and everything, but we didn't get, you know, a lot of the. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of information on the back as far as the story goes. So we had to rely on Eric, you know, to figure out um, the, the inside scoop because yeah. you won't find it on the label, folks. Uh, <laughs> 
there's there's no story behind it. So um, I think they have a website with some information about the maestro and stuff. But yeah, it's the information. It's a brand. It's brand new um, brand. Like this is. I think these are the first bottles that we have in the U.S. Yes, and see, and you saw it and tasted it here first on Tequila Aficionado and Sipping Off the Cuff. That's our take on El Debateo. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is... Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington. You have been sipping, watching, and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media. Subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're watching us on, uh, you know... Uh, who knows, YouTube, you know, press that red button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way, every time we upload a video with Eric's name on it, you'll know you'll be notified on your hot little cell phone. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.